happy 4th of July, guys. I... I I honestly want to apologize because, you know, some of my episodes this season have been directed towards people who I considered my stalkers. And again, I'm going to have to update you a little bit later about my stalkers because this is not normal. They're not ordinary stalkers. Like, it's not my besties. It's not Gen Z. It's straight up just people who... Okay, I don't know if it makes... Do you guys remember when... Okay, so basically, imagine me doing tarot one time and basically kind of, do you guys remember Lord of the Rings with the Sorcerer's Stone? Well, it's kind of like that. And so I got like all kinds of magical weirdos trying to astral project into my dreams and try to see what I'm doing or try to to, uh, look under the veil of like what is normal and what's supernatural. So it's just really annoying. It's kind of like when Shrek has a bunch of, do you remember the beginning of Shrek? when Shrek had a bunch of like elves and like fairies and all kinds of weirdos in his, in his swamp and he wanted them to leave. It's kind of like that. And as much as I normally would have like, it's just not okay. It's not supposed to happen. Um, Drake's song massive is the summer hit. I didn't, you know, every single Drake song does, you know, have summer vibes. I miss Drake a lot. He's a great artist. He's really talented. And he, with that being said, I've talked about Seven Rings with Ariana Grande, talking about how I wanted to remake you know, my own project with the same theme. And Drake is actually one of the Seven Rings. And since everybody kind of, that kind of got leaked, I decided to like, you know, tell everybody again, you know, obviously he's one of the, he's one of the Easter eggs and he decided he wanted to play the part of X and he made the hit song Massive. He didn't have to make the album. Uh, Drake is very talented. He did not have to make the album. I know he got a lot of mixed reviews. Um, but no, it, it was like a love letter to me, honestly. You know, it's kind of like he wrote it for like one person in mind. But he, he like Drake is really rich. He doesn't need to make that album. And honestly, if he would have just made the song with the rapper he made if he only posted two singles and it was just you know massive and it was just the one with uh 21 asap sorry the other i i'm really sorry i forgot i I genuinely like uh the rapper that drake was featuring i'm sorry i forgot his name but everyone if, if he just posted those two singles, it would have been perfect. But he gave us an album instead. So honestly, that says more to me than anything else. He wasn't really trying to impress everyone else in this sense. Because with writing, songwriting, and album making, essentially, you are telling your own life story. It is kind of like when... Do you guys remember R. Kelly in the closet? When he was describing... <laughs> I know that's inappropriate. But when R. Kelly was singing that very epic uh, in the closet theme, Drake is kind of like playing along with that. You know, when he sings about his exes, he sings about his girlfriends. He's basically playing on that theme where if you play Drake and you and if Drake ever made his own discography into a musical, he can because he has the tools and he he told the story through his songs. Technically, 
Drake could technically make a musical out of his own music and it would be a hit song, hit single in Broadway if it ever was a thing. And, you know, my music friends and people that I look up to, they also do the same thing, but they're more discreet about it, you know? So I, I personally believe that songwriting should be about storytelling. You should, you should be telling your own story. Um, you don't have to go with a storyline. You could go off. You could change. You could easily change themes. It does not matter. But like when you do a whole album, it's most likely going to be about yourself. Let's be honest. Nobody wants to write about somebody else unless they were in love with them. So today, you know, Vietnamese fruit and coconut treats have really made huge laps around the cooking side of the internet because we have a lot of summer treats. It's getting really hot and people want to cool off. So people are making all kinds of lychee, coconut, coconut, uh, Vietnamese style summer fruits, desserts. And it sounds really nice. I know a bunch of other people have started to make um, fresh popsicles in their popsicle molds and you know, I personally, <laughs> uh, you know, I have been enjoying mango and pineapple recently. And I, I do think cherries and watermelon are really more symbolic of summer for me. I felt like the summer didn't even start until I had watermelon and cherries. And so when I got watermelon and cherries, like earlier left this month, I was like, you know what? It is summertime. It is summertime because they're seasonal fruits and we get to enjoy them. And I like that. Um, so as far as me getting to the point, I noticed that for me, getting to the point is really hard because of my ADHD. And I'm really sorry when I try to tell stories or I share stories on Instagram, IG, and it seems out of context. Um, for someone like ADHD, I'd switch topics a lot. And when I try to tell stories, sometimes I have to tell the backstory first because Honestly, I don't know if it's ADHD or if I just have a really bad relationship with my family because people just don't believe me when I talk. So I feel like I have to repeat myself or overgive more details. It's a trauma response. It is a trauma response. Oversharing details and sharing too much background information just to prove that I'm telling the truth. So with me over explaining stuff when I tell stories, I'm sorry, but it might not be ADHD after all. Um, it's definitely a trauma response, but as far as with ADHD and telling stories, getting to the point is really, really hard because I, I always felt like I always have to tell the background part of that. Oh, okay. So I would prefer it. I don't want to bridge the unknown with random people that I don't know. I don't want people to use magic to try to cross any boundaries or try to get near to me. I don't want people astral production into my dreams, trying to get closer to the truth. You will not unveil the veil of the uh, the mysteries of the universe. You will not unveil anything. You are not welcome to do that. You are not allowed to do that. You will be blocked. I have blocked tarot permanently from reading any card readings against me. You will not have that. You do not deserve any of that information. You, do, you will stay in obsolete mystery and you will continue to make up stuff on your own. But I will continue on my own path. You are not going to bridge that bridge. You will never do that. 
There's not going to be anybody reading the stars in astrology. There's not going to be anybody using tarot. There's not going to be anybody using magic. They will not unveil the mysteries and they will not get close to any of the truth. It is not their knowledge to obtain. So as you know, I have been harassed nonstop and I've talked about people who I've dubbed the tricksters. If you don't know already in the last couple episodes, tricksters are basically people who falsely come through through a card reading and tarot and they basically are there to throw you off or they're eventually people who kind of like with psychic mediums when they have people come through and they say, hey, you know, your uncle came through and he wants to share you a message. Share a message, sorry, share a message with you about your birthday coming up or blah, 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 stuff like that. But tricksters are people who are not related to that person, uh, people who have bad intentions, people who are just nosy and essentially just want to see what they're up to. That's what a trickster is. And I don't like that. It makes me uncomfortable. It is not the same. If I share with, with the world my problems, that's not gossiping. That's me feeling vulnerable enough to share with and tell my story with people. But people going out of the way to seek what I already know and trying to like go behind my back, it's messed up. It's it's messed up at all. It should not be a thing at all. It should not be a thing at all. And I feel very insulted by it. I feel like it's an invasion of privacy. It's basically kind of like the uh, with Misky's music video in Nobody. It's the it's the same uh, optical illusions where you kind of see people in your periphery of your eye. You see shadows. It's kind of like extreme paranoia where it's kind of like the Truman Show when you're just looking around and people are just really trying to mess with you. And it's not fun at all. I want people to stop spying and stop manifesting. My gifts are not their gifts. My talents are not their talents. People, if people are envious, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to be in the back seat. And if I find more singers who are involved with this situation, they will be caught. They will no longer be a singer anymore. They will be fired from the choir. They will not be given new music unless they can prove that they are not a trickster. Lastly, following the events of... Sorry, following the events, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my God. It's just, I'm sorry for the noise outside. I don't know if you could hear it, but it just breaks me every single time when I feel betrayed and like I lose trust with people and the tricksters make me feel like I can't trust people. Like I trust Gen Z, like I trust them. Like, so like, I love that we're an open community. We can communicate with people. And people aren't perfect, but it's just really disturbing. Like I said, it feels like the, the, the beginning of Shrek when people are just trying to, you know, squander and squat around. It just gave me uh, all kinds of paranoia. And also, I don't like how they the people who astral project into my dreams essentially kind of, they, they kind of see 12 hours of my life during the day. And that makes me uncomfortable. People have started planning social media attacks against me. And they keep saying that nobody will believe me. And I'm like, that's disgusting. Why do I have to keep fighting people that I don't know? I tell them I want my boundaries back. And they just don't understand that. Okay. I don't know why I feel the need to say this again. It's overwhelming to have so many people at the same time trying to get my attention. 
I want my boundaries. I want my privacy. I don't believe nobody has the right to bridge or unveil anything. They should not be that close to me if they are not meant to be in my life. They're not. Nobody in the astral projection world is allowed to be that close to me unless I invite them. And I have not invited people. So I also need to add this. There's another girl who's a trickster. And I'm sorry, but we are not related anymore. I've had several lifetimes and families. And sadly, we are no longer related. You know, we're never going to be that close again. I know she's a descendant of a past reincarnation, but we're not related anymore. She might look a little bit kind of like me, but she's never going to look exactly like me. And she doesn't have any of those traits anymore. Um, I have to quote this book from Shadow Fall by A. Freed. In the years since those experiences, most every cell in your body, every atom replaced and renewed. You have rebuilt yourself both physically and mentally. You do not need to carry the guilt or burden of a prior reincarnation. So sadly, with the astral projectors, crashers, um, I need to ad address someone else who's probably from the fashion industry. I ended the fashion projects a long time ago. I no longer needed consultants or advice on that. In fact, a lot of business owners get to choose how they run things, how they direct things. Um, I don't understand why people kept lingering. I don't, I cut, I thought I was clear with that. I thought I specified that those terms projects were short terms and that they were not going to be permanent. They were going to be temporary projects. So they ended a long time ago. And if they didn't know that, I'm sorry to let you have to know through this now, but yes, those projects and fashion stuff is over. I don't want people spying on me when I go online shopping, you know, the brands themselves are in charge of how they display or how they want to be presented. You know, you can't do this anymore. It's you can't demand things in my name anymore and try because they're going to turn you away. They're going to say enough. You know, the business, business owners are going to be like enough. You know, nobody can really demand things in the fashion industry anymore unless you work in the fashion industry. Nobody's going to demand stuff in my name anymore with the fashion industry. You can't do that. You can, however, apply to be in work in the fashion industry and go to college and then send somebody that your way to have their own little fashion line or something like they could be like Kimora Lee Simmons you know with baby fat you know with Fenty by Rihanna something like that but as far as everything else the fashion industry just reserves the right to choose which models they use how they decide to display their business whatever you cannot demand that you cannot force them to to be whatever you cannot force them to do that. You can ask them. You can be like, hey, I know we think that you you should do more and more. But, you know, at the end of the day, they really get to choose that. Um, again, you are running out of time if you are from the music industry. It's still trying to peep at me. You could be close to me as a friend, as a but as a peer, I don't want people to look into what I'm doing in my personal projects. I feel like I deserve the right to tell people I wanted that to be private. I only wanted the engineers to be, to know what I'm up to. You're not going to compete with me. I'm sorry, but that's just not going to be like that. I'm not going to work in the music industry to make friends. I'm not going there to make friends. I'm there to compete like a normal person. I want to be the best I can possibly be. I can make friendships and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shallow. I will make friends with whoever will be my friends. But I want to know who's going to be there for a long time or who's going to be there for a short time. I, I love 
my my lifelong friendships. I like to maintain them as much as I possibly can. Um, I would like to maintain my bestie friendship with Gen Z. I would like to keep that as long as we possibly can. If they're not reaching out, I will reach out. You know, we're going to, we have to communicate always. This has to, if we're going to ever have a future where we can all be happy and we can all have happy lives, we have to constantly communicate because this is always, this is like a team effort. You know, it's, we're not ever going to be like the older generations. Just like when Zayn started singing you and I, we don't want to be like them. We don't want to be like millennials. We don't want to be like boomers. Their high divorce rate is disgusting. (laughs) The way they treat women, disgusting. The way they treat trans people, disabled people, people of color, disgusting, awful. They they should have had common courtesy to treat people with proper respect. That's disgusting. Like who, like who raised them? You know, like I'm honestly disgusted by the way people act in, in the older generations. Like it's embarrassing. And you know, like with them, with Disney's Fantasia, when they had disclaimers, yeah, we're probably going to have to have a lot of disclaimers in a couple of years because a lot of stuff is outdated and the humor is just bad. When you make fun of an Indian person and having a bomb or you make fun of a Spanish person being illegal, you do nothing but harm that community that you're making fun of. When you make fun of an Asian person and you call a woman flat-chested, you say, women, Asian women are flat-chested. You are doing nothing but harming those communities. It's a fun joke for now, but in the long run, it does nothing but harm those people and those communities. That is why I don't like dark humor. I hate dark humor. That's for the back rooms. Nobody should be allowed to, to, to dark humor is immature. It does nothing but hinder and ruin those communities' reputations. It it reinforces stereotypes. It does. It basically keeps people in a box. And I hate that. People should never ever feel the need that they have to conform to whatever their race says they are. That's not who I am, and that's not what I'll ever, ever, ever represent. So, training drink topic in China. Putting a bag of green tea and Sprite, uh, you let it steep for a while in the green tea and Sprite. Trust me on this, it gets better. You add passion fruit, and then you add fresh lemon wedges, and then you, you obviously you pour it over a cup of ice. It is out of this world amazing, and we didn't even have to use Mississippi River <laughs> water. So um, my favorite book right now is At the Existentialist Cafe by Sarah Bakewell. Um, Sarah Bakewell is a very excellent author. Uh, The book is about very well-known philosophers who get together and they discuss the uh, concept and idea of phenomenologically, phenomenologically, feminology. Feminology is concerned with the study of phenomena um, arising from the experience of being in this world, Edmund Husserl is the founding father of the concept. And you can actually look on this on your own if you'd like to more, know more about the end topic. Uh, Martin Heidegger, uh, Dyson is a situation meaning of humans in this world. He decided to elaborate on that, his concept of, you know, situ- that Dyson is a situation meaning of humans in this world. And the book goes deeper into phenomenology and it's very insightful if you are a philosopher and you do want to know a little bit more about the universe and you had actual questions. That book is just for you. Read the book of At the Existentialist Cafe. However, for everything else, I reserve the right to keep people in mystery. That stuff and the, the secrets and the unveiling of the universe, it's going to be blocked. You are not allowed to know the forbidden knowledge. You will not ever get close. You are not allowed. 
the things I was reciting earlier about this episode, I was saying that there's tricksters who keep trying to unveil the secrets of the universe. They're blocked. They're not allowed to do that. They're they're not allowed to do that. They're going to be blocked. They're going to be turned away. If the tarot or, you know, the cards or anything, and they try to peek into that, they're going to be turned away. They're going to be like, nope, you're not allowed. We said so. Anyway, so I love the trend on recently on TikTok uh, where people will remember to stop being overly harsh and critical to themselves. You know, being mean to yourself sucks, but it, it's, it, you shouldn't be like that. And so basically the whole thing is, you know, they should recall when they were children and they needed the future version of themselves. Like what, you know, how they changed. Like people had major glow ups from when they were kids. Not everybody peaked in high school. No, I'm not a person who peaked in high school. I peaked like right in college, but I'm saying, you know, stop being harsh on yourself. You know, the trend is they look, they like, they are like, basically the trend is stop being harsh on yourself. And then they, they show pictures of their childhood and like, you know, how you view yourself and how you hate everything about you would never happen if you viewed yourself as a child. You would never criticize or say those mean things to your child form than, than to your, your, your current adult self. You would never say any of those harsh criticisms to the child version of yourself. That is the whole point of that trend is to tell you, you need to love yourself because this will, you are, <laughs> you need to treat yourself better. You can't talk yourself, you can't not have this much burden or self-hatred. It's just, it's just not right. Um, so the trend is very beautiful. Like a lot of people resonated with it and I love it. <clears throat> so the 4th of July is canceled. And I know most people are like, well, they already celebrated it on Friday in the weekend because technically the 4th of July falls on a Monday this year. But, you know, I personally think since women lost autonomy rights over their bodies with Roe versus Wade, aka due to the shortage, we have a shortage of independence. Women are not included in the 4th of July this year. And this holiday is basically canceled this year. If you already celebrated it, that's fine. But like emotionally, I feel like next year, we're going to boycott for the 4th of July this year. You kind of can, but it's like, this is just for a meme. Yeah, I don't like it because women don't have any rights. So the holiday is canceled next year for sure. Sincerely, woman. By the way, due to personal reasons, I have decided to stay away from my main account. Honestly, it was just because, you know, if you, the contracts clues and stuff, um, you know, with the FBI agent stuff. They really get try to get under my skin. They really don't know how to communicate with the women. They don't know how to properly ask information. The current lead researcher on my file, he hates me and he's really mean. And so I decided I want to get off, stay away from my main account. And so I went to my second Instagram account and that is only posting memes. I only post memes on there. So there's only memes on the second account. It's sad squirrel. So it's, the number zero and then the letter O, sad squirrel, and then it's followed by the letter O and then the number um, zero, sad squirrel. <laughs> and of course, I'm going to spam the fuck out of my Instagram story on that account. Um, I just hope you guys, people who do celebrate the 4th of July, we're going to be eating good, I guess. <laughs> um. But like wear sunscreen and remember to keep the beaches clean after the 4th of July. I live in a state where it's kind of like Florida, but it's not. This is basically California, but <laughs> keep the beaches clean. I every, I every single holiday in, San, in 
in the state of California where I am because I live close to the beach. Um, after Memorial Day and after the 4th of July, the beaches are always littered. Or they're not always littered, but it's always trash. Like definitely during birthday season, you know, I hate, I, don't, I want a clean beach. I don't want to see a nasty beach. We do have, like governments do have, you know, machines that take care of the beach cleanup. But, you know, sometimes they don't get there in time. So I just you know, would like to ask people to politely clean the beach. Be mindful of other people. If you are at a party during the summer, if you're in nature, pick up your bottles and recycle. If you're in a, in a national park or forest, clean up after yourself. Uh, if you're going to make style and, and stack rocks for your Instagram photo, remember to put the rocks back in the way you found them when you leave the park or any kind of public place during the summer because just keep it nice and tidy for the next people to come after you. Um, but yeah, I do hope that you guys um, enjoyed this episode. I know it's kind of not as informative as I wish it was. I mostly was just, but just remember, you know, stream Drake's music, stream Harry Styles' music, stream Conan Gray's music. Um, scream, scream, uh, scream. <laughs> There's so many people that I um I like to listen to their music. So, you know, honestly, listen, listen to everybody's music. Listen to Bad Bunny. Um, he has some good stuff. You know, and just have a great day. Okay.